Hello, welcome to episode three of Picking Up Goodbyes, the podcast. I'm your podcast Sherpa, Anna Langford, and I'm going to guide you through today's topic, mindfulness. <laughs> uh, it's the stupidest joke I've ever made. <laughs> Joining me today are a couple of my favorite people, Melinda Nelson, and I guess that's Matei. <laughs> that is spelled M-A-T-E-Y for reference. But yeah, Melinda and Matei, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here today. Thank you for having us. Uh, Matei, can you remind me how to pronounce your last name? Because I didn't pronounce it for fear of sounding like a doofus. It's uh, Yanakiev, and no worries. Awesome. So, I mean, long time no see, Melinda in particular. I know, it's been quite a while. It's, it's honestly been a fat minute. Yeah. Oh, how are you? You know, I've been good, you know. Living off camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Oh. Wait, what are you wearing? Oh, I'm a, uh... <laughs> oh, wait, like me too. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Do you guys know each other? Nah, I don't no. know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all know each other, but how about y'all introduce yourself to the listeners briefly? Okay, you want to go first? I suppose that means I am going first. Okay. So, uh, hello everyone, I'm Matei, I'm just another rice student. Although, I picked a great major, I'm studying economics, and this is my last undergraduate year at Rice. Why do you have to say it like that? Is that my reason? <laughs> what college are you from? I am from Will Rice College, which is also another fortuitous turn of events. <laughs> okay, my name is Melinda. Um, I'm a senior from Will Rice College as well, studying psychology, unlike Matei. Um, wait, what else were we supposed to say? Now. Okay. Any fun facts? Fun facts. Um, I threw up last night. <laughs> Yay! So I'm kind of out of it today, but I will try my best. Okay, that's awesome. So, Matei, I believe you were in Italy over the summer? Yeah? I was in Italy point? two summers ago. Okay. I don't know why I thought you were in Italy this past summer. I went to Bulgaria this past summer. Okay. So. I don't know why I assumed, because when I was scheduling this, Matei's like, oh, um, can we do it when I'm, like, back in the U.S. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm planning on doing. And I just oh, assumed yeah. that you were, like, in Italy. Yeah. How, how Still Europe. <laughs> how is Europe? Southern Europe, man. Is there a difference? I've never been outside the country. I've been, I've been to Southern Europe, so I, I, can't, I can't say. <laughs> How's the food? Um, Pretty good. I feel like, I don't know, this is kind of unfortunate, but when I was a child, I was a picky eater. And so we moved to America when I was still a child. It's like, I'm somewhat picky about Bulgarian food still to this day. Even though I'm actually pretty open-minded about food in general now. I, I, I grew up but in America. So, my taste is open-minded in America. I'm still a little closed-minded in Bulgaria. Is that why you like tomatoes? I just love tomatoes. <laughs> no explanation needed. On the topic of food, favorite savory? Just that is. So I know freshman year, like you and a whole and some other will rice. You're like, oh, let's try the savory now. Um, I still really like West. I, I, we had some great moments at South. I think South sometimes was just home run, but I think West is probably the most consistent savory of all. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like North. I've been able to sneak in there a couple times very easily. There's usually no one there at the Card's Light, so I'm a big fan of that. You know, stealing from big corporations. <laughs> So Matei, mm, not Matei, Melinda, 
you are supposed to write down this. <laughs> I know that you were in Houston over the summer working, mm -hmm. and you were living in a house with essentially randos, mm -hmm. and I believe one of your plants had a fungal infection? Oh yeah, that was a great time. <laughs> but above all, and most importantly, how do you feel about the fact that it rained in Houston for a good like 90% of the summer, and that it's raining basically right now with the same vibes? I know, it's, it's very painful. <laughs> I heard that this is like one of the two Houston summers that you can get. Either like it's really rainy, or it's like pretty nice, and I got stuck with the rainy um it was interesting it was cozy i guess um i wasn't supposed to be out in the sun a lot because of medication so i guess you know the rain helped keep me inside anyways you know hashtag prevent sun cancer or skin cancer sun cancer, <laughs> sun cancer. <laughs> vitamin d for females <laughs> okay so today we are talking about mindfulness what is it how do we practice it and what can we do to practice it better all that good stuff so for you two how would you say that you could like practice mindfulness right here, right now, like already? Or if, if or sorry, let me let me restart that because I answered the, I answered I read the question wrong. I just can't read. <laughs> so today we're talking about mindfulness. What is it? How do we practice it? And how can we do it better? All that good stuff. So would y'all say that you like already practice mindfulness? And like, if you do, like, what do you do? it depends on how we define mindfulness but um or do you think that you practice mindfulness that's a better way to, to phrase it uh i i definitely i try to be rational in the way that i think and react and not to let my emotions sort of carry me away completely mm -hmm. it's unavoidable to some extent and it's like no <laughs> and sometimes you can't help but you know i don't know act a little impulsively or a little mm -hmm. instinctively um and you know there are good reasons for that uh, but for the most part, you know, I do try to be rational and think through what I feel. And maybe if I'm feeling something stupid, stop doing it. <laughs> Easy. Turn it off. Stop it. Yeah. Linda, what say you? Um, I I feel like I try to practice mindfulness. I'm not always super successful. Um, I feel like when I'm like with my friends or. Like, in a conversation with people, I'm pretty good at, like, being mindful and, like, being present um, with my people. But, like, when I have to do, like, other things, like schoolwork or drive or go grocery shopping, I think it's a lot harder with those things because, I don't know. I feel like it's easier to just think about other things when you're doing that. Even so, like, when you drive? That. Yeah. I can confirm there's some difficulty. Oh, okay. My, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you okay, know? First of all, you have to drive stick shift, so leave me alone. <laughs> I was in the Melinda and I carpool sometimes, and she's like, <laughs> and like Melinda's like I'm out here like on the way to campus. She's like out here like criticizing me like, oh my god, Houston drivers suck so much. And like she runs a red light. No, okay, listen, it wasn't even a red light. There was literally no light, and it was nighttime. We were going back to the apartment. It was nighttime. The signal light was like gray, so I can't even see against the sky, and it was off. So I just went through it. No one was there. No one got hurt. So. I sat there and I was like, nice. Listen, what would, at least I, like, I stuck with my action, okay? At least I didn't, like, stop in the middle of, like, the intersection. Like, that would have been worse. I just kept going. I was only going, like, 40 miles an hour. So, it was okay. It was a, also, no one was crossing the street. So that's, that's, that's true. No one got hurt. It was just a little bit, it was just illegal <laughs> on the minor level. Listen, if they didn't want me to run that light, 
quote unquote light. Like it should have been on. <laughs> it should have been on. It's not not my fault. Like, see, maybe Texas should have like some state taxes. <laughs> I will say. I mean, usually. I feel like I... that was an emotional, not mindful conclusion. <laughs> we should still have lower taxes. <laughs> okay, so moving on. To, <laughs> moving on to the definition. So mindfulness is. Basically, it's being fully present and non-judgmental to yourself such that you're open to new information and reality in general. So mindfulness is essentially separating yourself from the emotional experience such that you can accept your own emotions and experiences for what they are. So it's different from like being apathetic to like experiences. And it's more in the lines of like you're disengaging from like automatic thoughts or habits and particularly with like unhealthy behaviors, right? So it's really, it's shifting the focus of X experience away from your emotional self. So it's the thinking along the lines of, I'm experiencing X emotion because of Y situation, not because I am a terrible person or incompetent or stupid or whatever. Um, it is, uh, it's also being in the moment and acknowledging that things are perhaps, that, that things that you perhaps take for granted are just like a part of the process or a habit. So it's the opposite of mindfulness and mind wandering so we're going to do an active listening activity so um unlike our flow podcast i have asked my uh, guests uh to explicitly not be on their phone um i think sans you know emergency of course in the case you did <laughs> Potato didn't read the directions entirely. <laughs> Filled it into the quiz until just now. I don't think you're one to be pointing no, fingers. No, okay. Listen, I took one like ten minutes before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, as the podcast Sherpa, I can't really be totally um, electronic free because I do have to um, record. So, but I have printed uh, the script instead of using like my phone. So, I guess there's no chance. To correct what I wrote down. So if I mess up, uh, I'm just, I just messed up. Have fun. Have, have fun with this future me. <laughs> so we're going to be um, practicing a mindfulness, active listening exercise throughout this entire recording. So here are the rules for the podcast today. Uh, so reflect on your intention to listen carefully and be open and present. Pay attention to the present moment, to what others are sharing, and to what you say while you're saying it. And keep a curious and kind attitude. This is a safe space. <laughs> Not that I'm going to be like, what's your deepest, darkest secret? But like, <laughs> you know. So, the actual uh, listener activity. So, share your name, something stressful, and something for which you are grateful. Hmm. Okay. So, my name, Melinda, right? <laughs> um, something stressful. Um, What's something stressful? Oh, getting a job. I've been applying to jobs lately, um, and I have not had a lot of luck. Um, and something I'm grateful for. Um, I guess I have food to eat every day. I feel like I'm relatively, like, financially, like, comfortable. Like, I know that I'll be okay if something happens, and I think money's always been, like, kind of a big stressor for me, so... I just feel like secure with where I am right now, but yeah. I'm Matei. I'm stressed out by the fact that I'm 
the pay. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, yeah, I think that it really comes down to that in the end. Uh, I'm unfortunately behind. And, uh, and now instead of one day behind, I'm three days behind. So it is what it is. Um, but as far as thankfulness, I was just thinking this is kind of random, maybe because it's still relatively early in the morning, but I really like my thick blanket. Um, very nice to go to bed with a thick blanket. Is it a weighted blanket? No, no, it's not a weighted blanket. Where'd you get it from? Good question. I don't know. I'll just say my mom. Oh, that's a good answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Should I? I guess I'll, I guess I'll just Yeah, yeah, share. Share. So my name is Anna. Obviously. Uh, some things which uh, I am grateful. Uh, I am grateful. Not, I am grateful for, uh, <laughs> I'm grateful for Google calendars. My life has been getting very busy recently, so I'm grateful that there is technology that allows me to keep track of that. Um, something that I'm stressed about, I'm stressed about my schedule. <laughs> I'm stressed about my schedule and I'm stressed about not, like, being able to have like, enough time to, like, take care of my health specifically with my sleep schedule. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Monday knows, I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, she's like literally pretty much always gone. And I never see her eat. Also never see her drink water. So I don't know how she's alive right now. <laughs> okay. So. Good job. <laughs> um, I still like kind of... I when we did this in class, I like low key like struggled and I still struggled. But I have reflection questions. So how'd you guys feel about like, you know, being mindful and present? About not being mindful No, about being you? mindful. Oh about being mindful. <laughs> Mate's like I didn't do a very good job with it. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer the question anymore. Um, I I feel like it's it, I have to resist my tendency to stay thinking so much. Any green thought will will probably spend an inordinate amount of time every day. I don't know. I just zone off. But I was trying to very intently pay attention to the question and then not forget the question last week. <laughs> so. But were you like paying attention? To what she was saying. <laughs> to what yeah, I thought. I thought the. I don't know. I thought her answer about what she was grateful for left simplicity just left me so exposed in bare bones with my blanket <laughs> response. Bro, I'm like, I'm grateful for technology. <laughs> it's okay. It is okay. Um, I think it's all good, I guess. Um, I think it can be, like, kind of exhausting to think, oh, my gosh, I can't do it. At least I'm not used to practicing it all the time. Also, I'm an introvert, so just being social in general takes energy out of me, and then adding on top of that, like being mindful and always like being present, I think that's another uh, energy drainer. And it's another window open in the background, another app open. Um, were you able to be free of like self judgment and listen to yourself and others with compassion? Sounds like my take answer, but I just got distracted by the answer <laughs> to the last question. <laughs> I guess it depends. It depends on like what it means to really experience self judgment because I don't mind being like. What's self-deprecating? I think that's a little bit problematic. Well, no, but I think there's like there's a way you can be self-deprecating without actually taking it seriously. 
I think that's different than really self-judging, because then self-judgment actually impairs your, mm -hmm. I don't know, your perception of yourself. Mm -hmm, right. And, I don't know, I feel okay about myself still. Um, I think it was a, a low self-judgment experience for me, regardless. But like, you still experienced some sort of judgment. You weren't totally free of it. Sure. Um, I guess, I, th I think, so. I don't know if this is, like, listening compassionately. I think Matei's topics are, like, very easy to, like, be, like, compassionate towards. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, they're, like, very acceptable topics. Like, we all get behind in our words. Or, you know, we all have our favorite, like, comfort items. So, like, it's easy to be compassionate with that. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think with myself is, I wish I, like, would have phrased some stuff better. So many, like, thoughts compassionate towards myself. I feel like it's easier to be compassionate towards others because we're like, oh, we're all human and we're all like, it's more abstract to me, but mm -hmm. I guess that's where my sense comes from. Is yeah. like, we view ourselves as the other person. Was it difficult? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Was it difficult to remain present like before and or after speaking? Like, so that means like, were you like planning like what you were saying instead of like listening? Were you judging yourself after you were speaking? I think it's hard not to sort of try to plan what you want to say while the other person is speaking to you. Like, I think it's just so yeah. instinctive. Like, uh, I, I struggled with it. <laughs> yeah. And and if you don't, it's like, it's super likely you'll probably forget the question. So I'm not sure what's better. Is it, or how about this? Here's the dilemma. You can either appear superficially mindful in remembering the question because you spent the time while the previous person was speaking <laughs> thinking about the question. Or you can forget the question but actually listen to what the other person is saying. So then you don't appear mindful even though you actually probably were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely kind of phased in and out of those two things during this. I was like, wait, what was the question? What are we talking about right now? And then I had to like come back to the conversation and then like piece everything together. Not stressful. So I think one thing that I really hate about this activity is that it's like so like artificial. Like you're not like having conversations like, okay, answer these three questions about yourself and your situation. Mm. But it's like, you know, when I feel like in normal interaction, it's easier to be mindful because you're not like thinking about, oh, like, oh, I have to answer the questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit more pressure too because it's like a podcast. It's going to be recorded. It's part of your grades. So we got to like... Technically, like, grades are already out. So oh, it's just okay. like... Following through. Okay, never mind. It's not part of your grade. But still, it's going to be recorded on you know, Spotify forever. <laughs> the internet is forever. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, I feel like some people are better at being mindfulness even through practice, or they're just like more naturally mindful, if that makes sense. Like, I know there are some people in my class who would like keep a mindfulness journal, for example, and other people just kind of practice it in conversation. Like, how do you feel like you practice mindfulness? Yeah. I mean, and I know I know I basically asked this like at the beginning of the podcast, but now that we've talked a little bit more about mindfulness, well, no, and done the exercise. Hmm. Good question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you have for us today? <laughs> How do I practice? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, um, 
I really don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I just think I do. But I really don't. Oh, sounds exactly like something. Wait a second. Let's try that again. It sounds like exactly the thing someone would ever talk about to us. Thanks, Nicholas. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, affirming my <laughs> insecurities. <laughs> I'm just affirming your experience. I don't want to contradict it. It doesn't sound like you're being very compassionate right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the topic of today's podcast is not compassionate. <laughs> What's compassionate? Kidding. Wisdom. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, that isn't a definition that was read earlier. Yeah. Were you not paying attention? Were you not being mindful? I mean, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I guess we're in the same boat. Anyway, we're sinking together. Um, I was going to say, I think one thing that does help, obviously I'm not doing this particularly well all the time, but uh, it's, it, especially with introspection, so being mindful of your own life, like interpreting your own life in a mindful way, uh, is having a sense of narrative, which I think definitely, for me personally, Christianity offers it to some extent because... Like you can position yourself in thousands of years of history, and you sort of have at least you know a, a, a general purpose of things, and uh, I know every day sort of fits in in the grand narrative arc or something. So I think that's helpful because it also it also makes me reflect um, on what the way that people lived in ages past and what their lives accomplished, failed to accomplish, could have accomplished. Uh, and so then if, if, if I'm not living for like the very next activity, but if I'm thinking in a, in a bigger picture sense, then I think things start to fit together in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually fit together. You know, they don't just happen. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I can't say that it, it automatically helps with self-judgmentalism, uh, but I feel like it has the potential to. Or at the very least, it has the potential to give you a sense of purpose and meaning, direction, mm-hmm. so you can overcome even the things that you would be likely to judge yourself over. Does that make sense to some extent? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that was very. That wasn't super fleshed out in my mind as I started speaking, and I think it just happened organically. Yeah. So, like you're saying that, like, kind of recontextualizing yourself in like a Christian context, so to speak. Like Christian context of like human history. Yeah, and I think our like our lives need at least some sense of interpretation. Obviously, interpreting your life as you go is very difficult because you don't know. You know, you can't, you can't tell. Impact you'll have. Yes, our life isn't like it's not like you punch in the address in Google Maps and then you know exactly where you're going. Yeah. You're just you find yourself mid journey. Yeah. And so, to some extent, without knowing the destination yet, you can't fully understand the journey. Uh, but I think being able to, I don't know, look at other people's lives, have some ethical instruction, spiritual kind of dimension uh, that you can turn to for guidance. I feel like, I, I don't know, just it's it's a very different type of living. It's It's not like a series of accidents or events. Okay, okay, I understand what you're saying. But it's a, like, a thread. Like, recontextualizing, like, your own life at the personal level um, helps you, like, and then having, like, a higher power to turn to, like, helps you, like, stay as mindful, mindful, like, it helps you separate, like, your emotional experience of experience 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Sorry, it, it took me a little while to get there, but I understand now. <laughs> yeah, like even even your mistakes kind of like play a role in the grand narrative of everything. And that helps me stay like mindful and compassionate towards yourself. Sure. Yeah. No. Sometimes you're just like, well, I am garbage. <laughs> it has been concluded <laughs> and persuasively demonstrated. Uh, but I feel like, at least specifically, Christianity has a very strong theme of redemption, so right. that yeah. helps. Okay. You want to end with that? Any thoughts? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um, I asked y'all to complete a values and action quiz. Which some of y'all have completed in a more timely manner than others. <laughs> um, and I asked you to record your top three according to the quiz. So first of all, did the results surprise you? Yeah, I don't think so. I also saw Matei's results, and they were also not surprising. <laughs> yeah. So I guess his internal perception of self and other people's perception of him are pretty, pretty spot on. Does that mean much the same? That means that Matei is just like a genuine person, the same person on the outside that he's on the inside. Unless I think he's hiding so. a deep dark secret on the yeah, inside that he's has, lying to himself. Exactly, unless he's hiding a deep dark secret of humorous. He's not actually humorous. It's all scripted. All of this is scripted, even if it feels natural. So, what were y'all's top three results? Mine were honesty, hope, and humility. That's pretty simple. Yeah. I feel like I was pretty honest when I said I don't know earlier. I could have tried to make something up, but, you know, I was honest and I admitted that I did not know. All three of those begin with H. Oh. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Seriously. I got surprised. I got spirituality, number one, then fairness, uh, and then humor. Although I just, I'm confused. I feel like there were like three spiritual questions. I guess I just answered very emphatically. <laughs> in conclusion. I don't think. Uh, I'm not an expert. I'm not qualified to speak on the veracity of this sort of thing. Um, I think Melinda would not be surprised by my results, which were honesty, prudence, and self-regulation. Maybe we're such good roommates because our tops is like honesty. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, for anyone who actually knows me, I don't think that these results should be surprising at all to y'all. But using these results to guide you, um, how are you going to practice mindfulness or like increase your mindfulness? Knowing that these are your top three results and theoretically can help guide you um, on... Uh, being more mindful. So, for example, if you scored high on perseverance, which no one has, um, <laughs> <laughs> no one is persevering here. No one knows how to persevere. Well, maybe it was in your top five. I only asked for your top three, but um, mm -hmm. it suggests. Mate <laughs> <laughs> does not have perseverance. Is it in the very bottom? <laughs> It's like the second to last one. <laughs> I don't see it. Okay. Maybe. It was honestly because the questions were like, do you ever get distracted when doing work? And the answer was like, 
It's absolutely a gold star. So, <laughs> in the unlikely event that one of us had perseverance in our top three, five, ten, not the bottom, um, a suggested tip is framing um, mind wandering as an opportunity for growth instead of like, like kind of self flagellation and to push yourself onward in mindfulness practice and repeated and repeatedly moving beyond the obstacles that emerge. So, with that as a guideline, how are you going to use like, I don't know, maybe your top result? 23 results. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to use your top results to perhaps try to be more mindful? I feel like honesty is a pretty, pretty good one. Um, like being honest with myself I'm feeling where I'm at, um, mm-hmm. and I guess implementing hope and knowing that you know, I do <laughs> feel this way, there's hope for me to feel better, and so this is not going to be like the end of the world. I love how you have to look down to, to test. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. I actually, I was looking at my number two, which is fairness. I think okay. to some extent, Fairness, justice, and spirituality do inseparably go together. I think uh, even if you try to sort of scientize, Uh it's certainly worth it. I will say that on the there are like overarching results, and Mm -hmm. then these are like the sub results. So somewhere on the on the website, I I I see like transcendence, justice, transcendence, wisdom, wisdom. There's like yeah, yeah, yeah. those are like the. Um, I think justice is transcendent. Let's put it that way. Okay. And so, if justice doesn't have a transcendent foundation, then it's kind of useless because, right. like, it, justice needs authority in, in a sense. Like, you can't mm-hmm. you can't be in the middle of the slave trade and people think it's okay, and then you're just like, well, two hundred years from now, people might not think it's okay, and like that, like it's not convincing. And that doesn't that's not an argument that has any potency whatsoever. But if you can say like, oh, this is just transcendently wrong, and it doesn't matter what you think. That's a completely different issue. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, it has power. And so, sorry, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I think I will at least. Um, I think since uh, fairness in the justice category was one of my top three, um, I think that's something that I can try to practice better because uh, I think there are a lot of people in need that um, our first instinct is to look away from, essentially, mm-hmm. especially in Houston. I mean, there are a lot of hopeless people, uh, hopeless people, hopeless people, <laughs> hopeless people. but, but no, frankly, like, I think there are also a lot of hopeless people, so it might be a gratuitous <laughs> slip of the tongue, because if, if everyone looks away, um, you know, these people are not in a position where they can help themselves, in a sense, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, I guess I just believe people don't deserve prosperity, so if you're prosperous, that's, that's a blessing that you didn't, you didn't fully earn, uh, and uh, everyone comes into the world naked and powerless and, and receives like the benefaction of others. And so I think we should be more mindful of, and I, I should definitely be more mindful, start with myself, of people that are in largely hopeless situations. Uh, be more empathetic to consider not only how they ended up there, and whether you know they're getting what they what they deserve, but actually to consider the fact that if we all got what we deserved, it would not be pretty at all. And so I think having a little bit more compassion and, and mercy towards those people would be. Um, yes, yes. And I think it would be 
fair in the sense of not fair in the traditional sense is in like you get what you deserve but it's the realization we don't get what we deserve so frequently mm-hmm. and that just works so well for many of us mm-hmm. and so it doesn't mean overthrow the system it means be benevolent towards others the way mm-hmm. people have been benevolent towards you mm-hmm. yeah that was a little long-winded but no, no, I, I understand it very much reminded me of when I would like go to church in high school and like I mean I had good experiences. <laughs> Are you saying that Matei's your church from high school? He sounds like um okay, for those of y'all who have gone to St. Patrick's in Scottsdale, like I don't know about you, but Matei gives me Father Eric vibes. I know this means absolutely nothing to you <laughs> and I know and I know this widely means absolutely nothing to my audience. But it's for my mom. <laughs> she listening? She said that she would listen. Oh my god. For my mom scared. and for my sister. Hi mom. Hi Anna's mom. <laughs> Why do you say hi mom? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe you know. That was very wise and thoughtful. Yeah. I will say though, living in a big city, there's like I think it's called like compassion fatigue or empathy fatigue, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so yeah. it makes it hard to like practice that towards like everyone. But I think, yeah, I think if we all practice that at least, like, once in a while towards, like, one person, it makes a big difference. I think, like, if everyone just, like, was, like, compassion towards, like, one person, that would, like, actually, like, that bare minimum would, like, do a lot of good. Yeah. Okay, it looks like you have a question. Yeah, it looks like he's distressed. I was going to say, I think high taxes actually are detrimental to that type of attitude. High taxes? Have you seen the Houston roads? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, uh... Obviously, I, I don't think, I mean, not all taxes are used for the same thing. But I think some, so often people are like, oh, I'll vote for such and such policy that will help the poor. Like, well, first of all, like, you know, like, if the policy is implemented, and once you get past all the inefficiency, and it finally gets to the person, okay, whatever. But you, the most immediately meaningful thing you can do is just spend two or three hours of your life and a little bit of, of yourself to the people that are around you. And as you were saying, if we would do that more frequently, um, we would accomplish, like, a million times more than any social policy can because you can't replace like genuine human contact nor can you replace you know the flexibility and uh generous willingness to give that the people mm-hmm. the people have the capacity for uh, that no bureaucratic program can reproduce so lower taxes everyone and go help your neighbors <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious this is not even i'm I'm kind of kidding, but also completely <laughs> serious. <laughs> I think um, it's okay. Matei, uh, it was a pleasure having you on here. I have one last question for you, though, before you go. Please. What's good? What's, what's, you know, what's, what's good? Like, what's the good thing that's going on in your life? What's the good thing in the world? What's good? I, I wasn't sure how seriously I should answer this question. My first <laughs> thought was God, which I think fits very well with my number one serious It doesn't have before. to be serious. It does but, not have to be serious. Um... It could be like a weighted blanket, the blanket for my mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a free book that while waiting in the library to do this podcast. Wow. Oh, yeah. how exciting. Yeah. Like a little bookshelf holy thing. Yeah. And I really appreciate you having me on. Of course. If I have you on if I were to ever have you on again, we'll be on time. Yeah. That's Sorry okay. about that, Matei. No worries. I appreciate so. You let me speak a lot, so I've, <laughs> the bar's I've pretty done. low. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, Matei, it was a pleasure having you on, and hopefully I will be able to have you on again if I continue to talk. Have fun at your event. Bye, Matei. Goodbye. Bye. talking about our values and action results and we're gonna continue that briefly but with just Melinda. <laughs> yeah I, I scared Matei off. He he dropped out. He was like I can't take sitting next to this person anymore. He just, he just left. <laughs> <laughs> he left without warning. <laughs> yeah he just got up. <laughs> um so I think you know we both had to recap. We both had Melinda and I both got honesty as our first top result. And I think for um at least for me, the way it works for me is just like, okay, being honest about the situation. Like, okay, the situation sucks. For example, like, bad situation happens. Example, breakup. I don't know why this just goes to like, this is the first place my mind goes to. But say, okay, breakup. It happened. I didn't want it to happen, but it happened. Mm-hmm. Time, it's time to face the music. And it is okay to feel sad. And I know I talked about this in my, I will talk about this in my psychological immune system because we already recorded that one. Um, but like, I think for me, it's like it's hard to it's hard to let myself feel the emotion of sadness because I don't think like my I think for mindfulness, it's I don't I okay let me rephrase this I don't think that mindfulness is not feeling the emotion like you have to you know accept that emotion mm-hmm. but I think you also while mindfulness is also separating um the like emotional experience from the experience itself I think you, there's a balance right. Mm-hmm. Because I think not accepting the emotional experience at all, like invalidating it, like, oh, I'm sad, I'm not allowed to feel sad, like, that is detrimental. Yeah. That's like not being ashamed of the feelings that you have because of the experience. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think that's more like what you're saying, it's like not feeling ashamed mm-hmm. of, and like, accepting the emotional experience for what it is, and that it is okay to accept, to, like, feel this emotional experience. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of hard, um, at least here. Um, I don't know, where you kind of are, like, forced to, like, keep going. Like, at Rice? Just go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. at Rice, I guess. Or, like, if you're I'm, in, like, any... I'm not sure if you're, like, in Houston or like that. <laughs> <laughs> in this particular subset of Houston, um, where, you know, we're expected to constantly, like, go, 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 and not really um, like, acknowledge the feelings that we have. Yeah. Um, and then we end up actually taking it out on others. Um, I think, honestly, it's really hard. It seems really simple, like, just being like, oh, I'm feeling this way. Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people aren't able to do that, myself included, sometimes. Um, I mean, you know what kind of, after the breakup and sharing, I was just like... <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of surprised at like how honest you were with it. You're like, yeah, kind of sucks, but I don't know what it is. Like, gonna get through this. I'm and they're like, I didn't want to break up, but like, there's not much I can do about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. Let them leave and kick them, kick them out of your apartment. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what a power move. Honestly, I think I could kick someone out. I think you have. You kicked someone out of my dorm. Oh yeah. That was a good day. That was scary. That was a good day. No, wait, it's all good. But I feel. <laughs> I think they were scared of me after that. <laughs> a little bit. I will say they were like, I don't think Melinda likes me, and I was just like, in that moment, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a bad day. I, I mean, was uh, not being honest with myself. 
time you were also going through like stuff. Oh yeah, it was really bad. Oh yeah, very bad. I would watch myself all the time. And like, I think the fact that there was like a third person who wasn't paying for room and board. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally always there, always there. And the room was small enough as it was because it's like on first floor, so we didn't have like, like the extra seats. Oh, we're talking. I was referring to the one from like freshman year. Freshman, I don't remember that one. I remember this one. I, I was like, I was like, ah, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm getting it confused. But, but no, the one happened sophomore year. Okay. Was, like that was when we were going through like issues, and I was like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know what we were talking about. Uh, yeah. Mm, we're, not, we're not being mindful, are we? I think we are. We're, we're staying in the moment. So that it's makes true. us forget the past, that's right? That's true. I don't think that's right. But <laughs> I mean, we're paying attention to each other is what we're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mindfulness. Honesty. Honesty. That's honesty. what we were talking about. Honesty. Honesty. Being honest with ourselves. Yes. Not being ashamed. Yes. Hashtag no shame. Hashtag, Hashtag. not me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know why, but... Like, so, base uh, a photo shoot for basic last year. I cramped up doing the cheek. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you told me right? about that. Yeah. yeah, and so over the summer, I was like talking to Sora briefly, and I was like, "Bro, I just stood and I just started. My entire body started cramping." And she goes, "Were you sheeshing?" And I was like, "No, who would? Like, what kind of what kind of doofus would cramp up doing that?" Hashtag not me. And then since then, like, we'll just be like hashtag not me. Like, it's it's so it's such a stupid inside joke. Oh, uh, I see. I don't have friend groups, so... I don't have friend groups either. I have friends individual. Really? I feel like you kind of... Because you're based... Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, you know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like basic... Basic people are, like, kind of a group. Sort of. That's fair. That's, I think that's a fair claim to say. Yeah. Your other people, though. I don't know. I have people are all over the place. Like, there's Amy from Chinese class. And then there... My Wait, what's that? what's that one kid? Isn't he like your best friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my god. Okay, bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. I have like, you know, friends from Ling classes. Mm-hmm. Um and then I have uh I don't know, like the rest of Korea people, but that's like so sporadic at this point. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, like Valentine and she was gone. Justin is half gone. He's only in he's he, I mean he was in Houston last night apparently, but Wow, TFTI, fake friend, hashtag, <laughs> not honest. He was he like he sent me like photos of his dog, and I was like, must you flex? <laughs> must you flex? You want to get a dog, Anna? I don't think I'm up for the responsibility, TBH. Me neither. I mean, if my dog back home is so needy. Mm. That's fair. That'd be a lot of work. Yeah, I don't know how the people from last year like fostered their dog. It's like so much work. I, I guess they have like a, like three people living in there. And I think it also makes sense because, like, it's COVID. You're not really going out as much. Whereas, like, this year, I think we would... I mean, you know how much I'm, like, at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel bad sometimes. Just try to make it home for the most of it. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't, like, feel bad towards you. I feel bad that you're never really home. And that I'm usually the one, like, using the space. I don't know. Bro, but if you don't use the space, then he does. It's true. I found an ant in my sink today. No. So I stopped my drain. I like pulled the thing so that way like the drain was like closed. <laughs> nice. Nice. There's also a spider in my room. Okay, before you I, I told you so but, but like the day before you moved in there's a huge ass spider. Oh and yeah. I was just like <laughs> crying with like my <laughs> 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 the wall. We got lots of pets. Who? Just 
the other day, I, no, actually, this last week, I opened the door and a tiny ass roach just fell from the ceiling. Wh- where? From like the front door. Oh my god. I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to freak out. Was it like inside or outside? It was outside. Okay, that's acceptable. It was so gross though. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It probably doesn't help that we like put our like garbage outside sometimes. At least it was, no, actually, not at least it was tiny. Because it was tiny, that means something's like breathing. Hashtag disgusting. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we've had a less artificial discussion, not necessarily about mindfulness, <laughs> but um, how, how about now? Like, has, like, was it difficult to be like, more mindful in this, like, kind of conversation than it was, like, the, like, the earlier one where we had to, like, list the things that we're, like, grateful for, yeah. stress about, name? I feel like it was easier to be a bit more mindful mm-hmm. with this conversation. Um, I mean, another factor might be that, like, there's one less person here just to, like... <laughs> it's the taste of this Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to, like, consider, you know, think about their answers and about, like, or, like, and the thoughts that they, of that his answers, like, evoked. I don't, like, have that additional stimulus making it difficult for me to, like, be mindful. Um, also, I, I, I feel like I a little bit and in a little bit of a different way from Matei in a way that makes it easier I mean, I to would hope so we yeah. live together <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sometimes people can like live together and they like have some shifts in their night you mean me and Andrew yeah <laughs> we were actually passing, passing shifts in the night at some point <laughs> isn't that some tea <laughs> um, but yeah I feel like this conversation was easier to remain mindful in mm-hmm. Went with the flow of you know making a good night talk about like having to answer specific questions. Yeah, m- m- most of the time, I don't want to distract us too much from like the general theme of this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whenever it's like okay, we're gonna practice mindfulness and there's directions. It's like oh god, why do you, why, why you gotta do me like this? <laughs> Whereas because if it's like more like organic, I feel like I'm much better at being mindful in like regular conversation. Like I usually I'm like. Hard, I'm seldom like on my phone mm-hmm. when I'm like talking to someone, um, like in general, mm-hmm. mindfulness or not. And then it's just like I don't know. I feel like I'm always like fully present, and I'm able to, for the most part, listen to what they're saying, unless mm-hmm. it's a very long and convoluted <laughs> sentence. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like when Matei was talking, <laughs> I'm like confused. I know. I sometimes I zoned in and zoned out, and I was like, um, I think I kind of get where he's going. Yeah, like I had to actively be like pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or, I don't know, okay, I was thinking about it, I was hashtag being not mindful, um, and, like, what if we feel like we're being more mindful in organic conversations because we're not actively being mindful of how mindful we're being, whereas, like, in the inorganic exercises, we are forced to, like, see how mindful we are and realize that we're not really that mindful. I think that's fair, but I think also it's like, you know, like in high school when it's like, oh, you have a question, you raise your hand, and you just can't stop thinking about that question, and you don't pay attention until mm-hmm. like, you look what, like, what the teacher is saying, because it's just like, mm-hmm. I have a question, I have a question, I have a question, I have a question, why, why, why are they asking me, oh no, I have a question, I have a question, and then they answer the question, and you're like, I still have a question though. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. <laughs> I hope the microphone picked that up. <laughs> That's a very loud scratch. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't know what I was going to. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. Like something else is constantly occupying our mind. Yeah, and I think. Besides what's going on around us. 
Yes, and I think it's especially because it's to give you directions. Like I remember, in, I remember in second grade, like we had this um exercise where we had to like list all the directions, and it was like some really weird stuff. Like, oh, color the, this pumpkin with this color. Color the other pumpkin half. Color the other pumpkin pumpkin the opposite color of the first co- of the first one that you colored in. And at the mm-hmm. very end of the directions, like don't do any of this. Oh yeah, I remember those. Those are so annoying. Like I get that we're supposed to like read the fine print or whatever, but. Like, who has time for that? I wasn't a mindful child. <laughs> <laughs> My mindfulness kicked in more when I was in high school. But, like, isn't that just, like, teaching you to, like, read directions? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, okay, here's an activity. You're supposed to do that activity. And usually it's, like, more, you know, when you read, say you're putting together, like, an Ikea furniture set. No, no, no. Scratch that. Say you're putting together our TV stand, because, fun <laughs> fact, that took a while. Like, we would skip ahead to, like, the next direction just to kind of make sure that we were doing direction one correctly. But we weren't, like, reading the entire, like, manual before we put the thing together, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we were still going step by step. Mm. So are you saying that, like, if we read the whole thing through, then it would have been easier to put it I still together. think we would have messed up the each. Yeah, the drawings were, like, really bad. Don't ever buy furniture from Target. Ikea's instructions are curious. We were... I... I I think my mom would disagree with that. Disagree? Yeah. She doesn't like Ikea furniture? She, she does not like Ikea furniture. I mean, I understand that. Like, if you can afford something else, <laughs> I would probably get something else. But yeah, for I, what it is. <laughs> I agree. The target, the, those target directions were very, like, Yeah, they at least, like, labeled the size in the Ikea yeah. uh, booklet. The direction was not super clear. Yeah. Well, I will say, though, when I am building other furniture, I do normally, like, look ahead to see what it's supposed to, like, look like for, like, the future steps that will occur. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that kind of, like, is counter... Intuitive? Like, yeah, counterintuitive mindfulness, because shouldn't you just, like, be in the moment? Not, like, looking ahead? Perhaps. Perhaps we're just not mindful. <laughs> Are instruction booklets mindful? so what are you going to do to increase your mindfulness practices Hmm. I think keep being honest with myself like that or okay I guess I need to break down that goal into more of digestible steps Mm -hmm. I guess that would be um, being realistic with the things that I can accomplish in a day or how much energy I'll have or, um, yeah, things like that. I think that's how I can do it. I think for me, um, okay, I have, like, kind of two goals. One, I think, is to be more mindful about the emotional side about of, like, bad things. To just, like, you know, let myself be sad if I, if I like, something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Or to, you know, because I think I, I generally avoid, like, emotions. Like, you know what? Oh, I guess you know. Recently, after like my first break, I was like, "Okay, time to do work now." <laughs> that was uh, that was kind of scary. <laughs> that was I want to say hardcore, but I don't want to like encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> then we're in the psychological needs system. It's like me and Amy being like, she's like, "Oh, cream bread and uh, I'm stressed all the time," and I'm like, "I just work all the time." And then she's like, "This is a podcast about how to not be like that." <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think another one. I have a app on my watch that would randomly like time to breathe and uh <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I skip it usually oh my god because <laughs> i don't want to get 
not to connect this to other episodes, but I don't want to take, I don't want it to take me out of like my flow state because I, because oh. I feel like I get into flow pretty easily, mm-hmm. and YouTube me is just like laser focus and stuff. I see. And but if you're able to get into like flow really easily, then wouldn't you be able to like take yourself out of it and then be able to get back into it? Easier? I just don't like doing it though because it's like getting out of flow is just so much effort. Like it's easier just to stay in it. I see. I guess I'm just lazy, but um. You know, I've been, I want, I'm going to try to actually do the time to breathe thing when yeah, it yeah. is time to breathe. And that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, because I think there are a lot of, like, you know, breathing exercises that help you, like, focus on mindfulness. And mm-hmm. I think it's, like, you know, the time to breathe thing. It's like, okay, like, take a break, focus on, because I think, I, I feel like I do a lot of work to avoid things like, like other, like, the emotional side of things, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that would be, like, you know, time to breathe, time to think. Yeah. You know, like, relieve myself from distractions, because, ironically enough, technology is less of a distraction than my work is. (laughs) Oh, I, um, I thought of something. What about when you journal? Does that help you be, like, mindful at all? Because, like, you're able to, like, look back on those past entries as kind of, like, a different person, almost. Does that help you, like practice mindfulness in any way? I think when I have time to journal, yes. But the problem is, is that I'm hella behind. Oh, I see. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have, I've been editing podcasts. I've been doing work and reading. Mm, that's true. And then coming to campus for basic, I, I don't have time. Uh, I wasn't sure, like, how, how long each entry takes you or, like, how much you put in. I like to relive the mm. past in some sense because it reminds me, okay, like, you know, you fell just like pit hole, hole pit. Was it? Was it pitfall? Pitfall. Pitfall. Oh, pitfall. And okay. before, and this is how we can avoid because these are steps leading up to like that, to that. Mm-hmm. Or for example, if like the breakup, it's like okay, like it, I will say, journaling like like what helps me like okay, well, this breakup just like makes me feel kind of shitty, and like that's it. <laughs> End of entry. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, that's like. That was, like, it was one time. I was like, you know, I don't feel great, and I don't really want to elaborate on it. I'll come back to it. And then I was like, end of, end of journal. Or sometimes it's like, you know what? I have a teacher um, from high school. Shout out to Mr. Neely, Mr. Robin Neely, um, who, you know, after my breakup, I was like, hey, I'm, like, not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling 100% about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, like, I think he's a, just a, an honest god, one of the greatest people I've ever met. He's like in terms of he's just such a good person. Like, I cannot think of, I can maybe think of like two people who are on the same level of just like capital G like goodness and like respect that you know mm-hmm. that I think that he deserves. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know where I was going. I'm just singing Mr. Neely's phrases. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know I I talked to him after uh, my most recent breakup, and he, like he helped me kind of like guide. I think whether he acknowledged or not, like he like you know, help me, like, talk through it, like, he was like, okay, it's okay to feel these things, and, you know, like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, that stuff, he's, like, he's almost, like, kind of, like, I mean, he's, like, I don't know how to describe it, he's, like, a friend at this point, just because I've, I haven't been in high school, I, I've never had him as a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, he was just, like, a faculty member when I was, like, in high school, but, you know, he helped me, like, kind of, like, the more mindfulness side of the emotion feeling, through that breakup. Mm, I see. Which is one of the reasons I was, why I was kind of like, <laughs> we'll be in class, we're talking about breakups, and I'm like, Melinda, texting Melinda, like, you know, this is me. It just, it sucks, but it's gonna be okay. 
Aww. Well, yeah, I feel like that takes a degree of mindfulness and like paying attention to things. Okay with that and to like yeah. I mean like I've only been through like two breakups. I'm not like a champion of breakups or anything. <laughs> but like, you know, every every time it turns out fine. Mm-hmm. For that being said, it's only been two breakups. But uh let's keep uh, let's knock on wood. Keep the keep the ball going. Keep the ball <laughs> rolling. Um keep the streak going. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are nearing the end of this podcast. Oh. Touch touch touch. <laughs> so before I let you go, I guess, to Angular, so I can tell you not here anymore. <laughs> What's good? What's good? Um, my stomach. My stomach is, is good now. Um, That's good. Yeah, good. it's honestly, good health is really the greatest blessing. Good I think health about is it. good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, no, I think about it every day, how blessed I am to be able to, like, move and do things that I want and without many restrictions. And, like, I know you had, like, mono, like, at the beginning of, like, the calendar year. Oh, yeah. But, like, I mean, you were still, like, healthy. Like, it wasn't, like, Oh, yeah. I, I think mono then... made me realize how, how good it is to have, how lucky we are to have good health, if you have mm-hmm. good health. I was sick for, like, two weeks with, like, a fever, and I couldn't eat for two weeks. And then even after that, I was not healthy. Um, but, yeah. So, what's good is health. Nice. And that's it. What's good for mm-hmm. you, Anna? What's good? I think having understanding people in my life is good. Mm. That's good. Like, you know, I feel like, I always feel like so guilty when you're like, I'm running the dishwasher. And I'm like, no, wait for me. I want to run the dishwasher. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, I'm like never home. And then you're always like, I'll do the chores. And I'm like, no, wait. <laughs> let, let, me, let me do something so I'm not just like a burden to society. <laughs> you want a vacuum lady? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I have done that. My, I was thinking about it earlier today. I was in my room. And I was like, mm, I need a vacuum. <laughs> I shut too much. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I know you're busy. Like you know, I think like having understanding people who are like, okay, like who are willing to accept that, like I'm doing my best to meet all my demands to for like other people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know you're busy, and I'm normally the first one up. So. It just I, feel, makes sense. I always feel so guilty when you're like, I run the dishwasher, and then like you're like, I want to run the dishes by myself. <laughs> Let me do something, please. <laughs> okay, I try to make up for it by like at least because I feel like, uh, like, some okay before school started, I was like usually back at the apartment earlier, so mm-hmm. I could like stay, so I, I I could at least deal with the trash. So it's not like everything, but mm-hmm. now that school is going, like, <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need to do something. <laughs> I can't just be a burden. I don't want to, like, I know you get home late, so I don't want to, like, leave you with these things. So I try to take care of them. Also, I make a lot of garbage, and it stinks. So I just take it out. Probably both. Both <laughs> of us, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate You know what's good? Also, having you as my roommate. Oh, What's good for me is also having you as my roommate. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, because you didn't have a roommate last year, did you? No, I was very lonely. So I appreciate having you in my life. But also you're in debt. 
Also my own bathroom. <laughs> yeah. It's the best of both worlds, honestly. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I can just hide out in the bathroom if I want to, but if I want to see people, I can just come to the room or go to Anna's room. Hear her, watch her while she's editing these these podcasts. Bro, like the other day, she came. I don't, I don't know what I was doing. I was either playing Genshin or I was like, I might have been. I might have been editing a podcast. But she's like, hi. And I was like, what? Oh yeah. <laughs> I literally I scare you all the time, even though I don't mean to. I guess I'm just creepy. No, it's I'm just like not mindful of my surroundings. Uh, <laughs> it's just me being like, what what else? What other work do I got to do? Yeah. <laughs> well. Linda, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. <laughs> I see you reading it off the script. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm like editing in the uh, low mixes, just as if Matei were like still here. <laughs> but yeah, Linda, uh, thank you for joining me on this podcast. This has been episode three of Picking Up Good Vibes, the podcast. You can find other episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Join me next week where we'll be talking about self-esteem and self-compassion. Thanks for having me, Anna. Of course. For honesty, I also suck. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Siri. I'm keeping that. <laughs> Siri said, "No one's hurting me." Okay.